Here we have the women being right and the men being wrong. Nothing new there. When we look at our gospel reading today, sometimes the men just, just don't believe. And the women came to the tomb first, and they found it empty, and the men had to go check it out. And they're telling Jesus everything he already knows, yet their hearts aren't able to see. You know, it's kind of an interesting time as we go through these gospels and we, we look at the resurrection accounts and as we go through Easter, we're always looking at the different resurrection accounts. And every time that somebody encounters the risen Jesus, they have to go tell someone else. They have to go tell someone else. And then they have to go tell someone else. And that's how the church grew so, so quickly. Because this news that was almost unbelievable was only believable because of the witness of those who encountered the risen Christ. But not only encountered the risen Christ in today's gospel, but encountered him in the Mass. He was made known to them in the Mass, in the breaking of the bread. But their eyes prevented them from seeing him, so they had to open their hearts. They had to listen to the Scriptures. They had to see how Jesus fulfilled every single prophecy in the Scriptures. Literally, Jesus fulfilled every single prophecy in the Scriptures. Over 400, by the way. Every single one he fulfilled. And he told them about the Word, and as he's talking, their hearts are being set on fire. They're starting to see the puzzle pieces go together. They're starting to see how their lives that seem purposeless now have purpose. And they're beginning to come to see that this is Jesus. This is Jesus. And then his actions, what he does, signifies who he is. You know, because they don't talk about this person that they're with, they don't recognize as they're walking with him. They don't say, you know, "Did did he have brown hair? Did he have blue eyes? No, it was his actions. And what was his main action that showed his love to his disciples to say, this is how I want you to remember me? It says that he took bread. He said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. And it says, and with that, their eyes were opened because their, their hearts set, were set on fire. And then, then their eyes were opened and they were able to see this Jesus Jesus. But notice how it sounds so much like the Mass. It says that he was walking with them when they're going in the wrong direction. That can be our lives sometimes, can't it? And he just starts asking them simple questions, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. It prompts us and makes us ask simple questions, even when we're going in the wrong directions in our lives. And as they're walking with Jesus, he says, what are you discussing as you walk along? Maybe just ask yourself, as you've been in quarantine, as you've been going through this pandemic, what has been the content of your conversation? And they ask, are you the only one who doesn't know? Well, of course Jesus knows, but he still wants to hear our side of the story to see if we're getting it right so he can help us and encourage us to walk the narrow path. And they tell him, the women. The women told us. And then we went and checked it out because we probably didn't believe them. And everything was exactly as they said. And then he says, oh, how foolish you are. How slow of heart you are to believe all that the prophet spoke. Let me remind you. Because usually we don't need anything new in our lives. We just need reminders. Because if I asked you, what were the readings about last week? And what were the readings about the week before that? Sometimes we hear crickets, and he reminds us 
not to discourage us, but to encourage us to say, I am the one. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And because of this Bible study that he does with them, as he opens the scriptures and shows how he fulfills over 400 prophecies, their hearts, they, they just like urge towards saying the, the words that I think a lot of us need to really be repeating over and over and over. And they are three words. Stay with us. Stay with us. Never leave us. So whatever you're doing this week, I just want to encourage you to, to keep those words on your heart. Stay with us. Don't ever leave me. Because if you're walking with the Lord, you're going to encounter people that are going in the wrong direction, and then you have to be Christ to them. And you have to witness them, and you have to encourage them, and tell them, turn off the news, it's all negative. But open the Word of God, which is the good news, and sit down with them. Because for a lot of us, right now it feels like we're being waterboarded or we're drowning. And when we open the Word of God, it's like a breath of fresh air after you've been held underwater for a long time. And what an opportunity we have during this quarantine to spend more time with the Word, to spend more time with Jesus, to ask Him to stay with us, to truly stay with us, and never take for granted, like I'm sure a lot of us, even including myself, and I'm sure Father Matt would agree, maybe we've been taking the Mass for granted. Because Jesus was made known to them through the Mass. And their hearts were set on fire. They didn't want him to leave. But after the Mass was done, they had to go tell other people. So I have a challenge. I was talking to a priest friend of mine, and he's doing this at his parish. But can you think of one, two, or three people this week you could witness to? To tell them about your relationship with Jesus. But not to be like the Catholic Church is right or to say, how dare you disrespect the Catholic Church. That's not what I'm saying. How have you encountered Jesus and what difference did he make when you were personally walking in the wrong direction and then he turned you around? And then those words, you might not have said these exact words, but you said, stay with us. I just, I just, I have to stay here because it's true. I have to stay here because it's real. I have to stay here because... I'm nothing without Jesus, especially in the Eucharist. Because there are people who are struggling deeply, who are losing purpose, who are losing hope every single day. And now it's your job and my job to reach out to them and tell them and give them a simple witness of how the Lord is helping you through this. Because we're still incredibly blessed in all of this. But if we have the bad news open, which I would say is the media. But if we open the good news, we know that this is not our home. This is indeed not our home. And I think it's becoming very, very clear that you and I don't belong here. But the Lord is asking us, how bad do you desire heaven? How bad do you desire heaven? Remember, their hearts in this gospel were opened when their, their eyes were open, when their hearts were set on fire. And the temptation is if you and I scatter too much and we're not checking in on one another and we're not encouraging one another and telling and witnessing about our love for Jesus, the fire goes out. And we can't have that happen.
We need the fire to keep our eyes open and know that Jesus is always with us. So let us make it a goal this week to just keep those three words on our heart. Stay with us. Stay with me, Lord, when I'm watching TV. Stay with me, Lord, when I'm eating dinner. Stay with me, Lord, when I'm at the grocery store. Stay with me, Lord, when I'm doing X. Then also, who are a few people this week you can witness to? And it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just to tell them how the Lord's giving you hope right now. Because that's what our world needs. And how the Lord's giving you purpose right now. Because that's what our world needs. And if we know that as he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread, we should be very confident that we are in the right place when we're at Mass and when we're worshiping Jesus. What a gift we have. What a gift we have. Let us never take that for granted. And let us keep those three words on our hearts and our minds. Stay with us.